Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. I'll eat. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Well, Trey, I don't know if Thursday is your favorite day of the week. But it is time for the Bud Light Little Blue Book. And it is now up to $622.20. And the tiebreaker this week, net yards rushing for Arkansas. Net yards rushing for Arkansas. You can submit by way of our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. You can use the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, or you can email me at randyr at 1037thebuzz.com. So, with that being said, Trey, are you ready? Yes, and Saturday is my favorite day of the week. Oh, college football Saturday, <laughs> even 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 in times like these, still still college football Saturday. Even when you get to go uh, to Arlington, Texas to cover a game. <laughs> even then, even then. <laughs> okay, good. That's no, you should have said, "Oh, Trey, aren't you excited that you don't have to go to Auburn this year?" <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, we all exactly. are. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, I've been thinking about this one a lot. I mean, the the betting line. I, I was looking at Bet Sarah's, and I think it's forty six and a half, right? The over under. Uh, yes. Last yeah. check. I'll so, check again real quick. But so I, that means they're thinking something like. Like thirty-five ten or something like that. That's what they're. Th- I mean, because they're. They. I mean, just by the point spread, nineteen and a half, and by the total points. So I'm going to go. I think Alabama covers in this one. I'm going to go thirty-eight seventeen Alabama, and I'm going to go with a hundred and five rushing yards. One oh five. Okay. That would be uh, nice to see Arkansas, even if it takes the team to do it, to go back over 100 yards rushing. Uh, to me, I, I don't know what the minimum should be, Trey, but good gracious, when you rush for like 30 yards in a game, 27 or whatever it was last week against Ole Miss, whew, I realize you yeah. take sack yards out and uh, from net yards rushing, but still. Ugh. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not totally putting 38 points on the defense. Uh, I think that I just I just don't have very much confidence in this offense. I know the defense is banged up a little bit. I think they'll probably I think we're probably going to see some four three sets out of Arkansas's defense, which is not ideal because you're probably not going to have Pooh Paul, and so you're going to be a little bit shorthanded there. But I don't know if they have a real choice because Alabama is going to run a lot of 12 personnel, two tight ends, um, and so. And they're going to try to run it at you. So I think it probably makes sense for Arkansas to run some more 4-3. But at the same time, they don't have a whole lot of depth at linebacker. I think that could get them in a little bit of trouble. It feels like Cam Ball's going to play, though, so that's good news. They've been a little banged up on the defensive line, but you know, kind of like what we were saying earlier in the year, they have enough numbers that they're able to kind of absorb that a little bit better. You know, Jachad Stewart missed some time. Uh, John Morgan's missed some time. Cam Ball missed some time. Um, Tank Booker has missed some time, so they've had guys here and there uh, that have, have been out, but they've been able to to absorb it. I think the defense is playing well overall, but I also don't think it's 
fair to just keep throwing them out there three and out after three and out after three and out after three and out. I mean, you're just that's just a recipe for disaster, and uh, it also puts you in bad field position a lot of the time. So I, I'm not going to necessarily say it's 38 points because the defense plays so poorly. I think Alabama scores somewhere between 31 and 38 points in this one. Um, and I think a lot of that depends on, you know, what Arkansas's offense is able to do and if the special teams, you know, don't make any colossal errors also. But I wouldn't say it's all going to be on the defense. And, Dre, that is the reason why I went with the net yards rushing for Arkansas. I feel like it's going to be critical. Arkansas has got yep. to chew up some of the clock. They've got, got to keep to. the ball away from Alabama's best as possible. And, um, I mean, if they can go over 100 yards, hopefully that means they're picking up some first downs and they're holding on to the ball in the process. Because I'm with you, three and outs will be a killer against Alabama. Arkansas had a drive against Texas A&M that was a Southwest Classic record 15 plays. I think it took like maybe a, like close to eight, eight minutes or eight, something. Over eight minutes, yes. Over eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was a record 15 plays. It ended in the longest field goal in Southwest Classic history. If that 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 tells you everything you need to know about Arkansas's offense. Wow. Hmm. Win time of possession, but then you still lose the ball game by double digits. All right, let's uh, start with Mike Navy. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hello, Randy and Rick and Trey. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, the sun. I, I was looking outside, and the sun just peeked through, right when you called in. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you'll you'll have that, you know, sometimes. But why well, um, know? You know, Trey. You know, Trey. I, I um, obviously Alabama has not allowed a hundred yard rusher uh, since the start of the season, and that's even in their loss. Texas didn't even have one. Uh, you know, the, clo- the closest guy that got the closest was the South Florida guy that had, what, like 92 or something like that. So that's the key. I mean, if, if I can Arkansas get the run game going to keep KJ from having to run for his life because they get to the quarterback, um, which which yeah. forces uh, which which forces turnovers. They've got uh, how many interceptions already so far this year? Um, they've forced yeah, bad decisions. A lot of sacks, and so. quick, right, quick decisions, right. So um, they got you got to get the run game going. Um, I don't. I don't know. Rocket just doesn't look like himself. I, he's obvious. He's not 100. percent He can't be. Um, he just looks a step slow. Uh, so, well, hopefully they can get that going. But it, to me, I think Randy and I'll give my score and my um, prediction. It's I, I'm going to say 34-17. Um, you know, Nick Saban is not a guy that that goes that you know beats a. Like beat someone into submission, he'll he'll call off the dog somewhere in the fourth quarter. But you know that's that's the only reason why they'll cover. Uh, and uh, the net yards rushing, I think, will probably be somewhere around uh, less than a hundred, probably somewhere in like ninety five. All right, Mike, you said Alabama forty four seventeen ninety five yards 34. net. Pardon me, thirty thirty four to seventeen. Yeah. Oh, 30, yeah, Mike, Mike is more optimistic 30. than I am. <laughs> My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, you got, you, thank you, guys. You guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mike. My bad. Add him down. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Larry said this was the debate at work today. So he's asking you to be the tiebreaker, I guess. Trey, I have a hypothetical question for you. If you could have a number one recruiting class from the portal or the number one recruiting class out of high school, which one would you choose if you could have only one? Well, that's kind of difficult because I could have the number one class out of the portal if I did like what Dion did and brought in 51 guys. <laughs> you know, that's that's the number one class this past year. It's like 50-something guys for Colorado. So I think I would take the high school class. Uh yeah, I think I would take the high school class. That means you got some five stars in there. You know, it may be a little bit like what Texas A&M experienced last year with some growing pains, but and the long-term benefits of that could be could be huge. So it depends on what kind of transfer portal class you're talking about. If you're talking about, you know, 15 guys from the portal and it's the number one ranked class, then that's that's probably a lot of studs. So maybe maybe I'd lean to that, but. You know, you're talking high school. Here's the thing, too. Here's what you got to consider, too. 
if you bring in high school kids, then they can leave you. Yeah, you know? that's what I was thinking. If you bring in a portal class, they're not going to leave you, but generally they're going to be older. So that's <laughs> kind of a double-edged deal. I think I would take either one and be happy with those, with either one, but I think I would I think I would you know take my chances with the high school class. How much fun would that would be to to assemble a class like that out of high school and um, you know also for me in readership you know portal the transfer portal window and all that stuff gets decided pretty quick. A, a recruiting class is usually put together over the course of about a year, or so uh, it would make for better content from a media standpoint. For me, sorry. Right. All right. That, 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 that might tip the scales for me. We have a little better, a little more to write about with uh, over a longer period of time with a recruiting class. So, which do you want? Which, which, which way? I'll take, the, I'll take the high school class. Okay, you take the high school class. Okay. Yep. All right. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. So, do we still think KJ moves on after this season? Not trying to look ahead, but also looking ahead. Does Jacoby Criswell maybe fit this style of offense better? Nobody fits this offense if they can't block. Nobody fits it. Michael Vick doesn't fit it. I mean, Tom Brady doesn't. Nobody. I mean, if, if they if they can't block, if, if, if the edge guys are just collapsing the tackles, Nobody fits it. And I've heard a lot of people talk about benching KJ, and KJ hasn't played that. I don't think he's comfortable. I think it's in his head. I think the offense, you know, things he's trying to do, you know, you can just see. You can go back and watch the video and see, you know, man, that guy's open. Why didn't he hit him? Or, uh, you know, just all kinds of things like that. Um, you know, the interceptions that he threw last weekend, uh, he's not playing well. And, but I don't know that bringing somebody else in is just is the answer i i know that's an easy you know on the surface way to look at it we'll just change quarterbacks but uh i don't think that's i don't think kj jefferson just stinks all of a sudden you know i think there's a, a bigger issues around him particularly bigger issues in front of him and it's not just the offensive line it's been the tight you know, i mean i've said that I'm broken record just talking about how poor the pass protection has been from the backs and the tight ends also. Um, you know, especially the Texas A&M game after Luke Haz went down. It was just, I mean, those guys couldn't block anybody. And so I, I don't know that, like, changing and going to Criswell is, is necessarily the answer. Although I think Criswell has a bright future, but I don't think that this is, I don't think benching K.J. Jefferson is what you do. And as far as moving on after this season, I mean, that's another thing. You know, you put so much pressure on yourself. You know he has in his head that, you know, this is his year. He's going to, you know, put up big numbers, all SEC, and, you know, declare. And a lot of times you get that in your head, and that's what you do. Look at Jaden Hazelwood. Hazelwood Hazelwood should have come back. Should have come back to college. Uh, But he had in his head that... He was he was going pro, you know, before the season, before he came to Arkansas. That was his plan, and and he followed through with it and didn't get drafted. So you know, I could see KJ just kind of following through with with what he decided to do. But he he obviously has the option to come back if he wants to. Trey, this is the bigger question than he make more money if he comes back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the NIL. Yeah. You maybe think about that one for a moment. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, from our Southern oh, Structural... I'm, I'm definitely right. <laughs> definitely right. <laughs> from our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line, here's the bigger question, Trey. Does KJ need to switch from Skittles to M&M's? Yeah, well, it's a good question. It's two totally different things. I mean, now we start getting into the Halloween candy questions, and... Uh, I go M and M's. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to categorize you know chocolate candies and fruity candies in the same category. They're just two totally different things to me. Am I wrong? I I, I got to go with M and M's, especially peanuts. Am I, am I wrong, Randy? Am I wrong? Uh, I don't like sk- I don't like Skittles. So I, you know, it would be difficult for me to endorse Skittles. I like I like Skittles. Skittles are good. I like sometimes I want something fruity and sometimes I want something chocolatey. <laughs> right, let's talk to Cole. Cole, good These afternoon. Are questions, Randy. Boy, this is like Friday <laughs> for some reason. I'm getting these yeah, questions. feels like a Friday. Yeah, I'm getting these questions on a Thursday, not a Friday. Cole, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? 
Yes, good afternoon, guys. I would like to first get in the blue book, please. All right, let's do it. Unfortunately, I see it going ugly this weekend. I have it 34-13 Bama winning. And then for the tiebreaker, I have 52 rushing yards. 52 it is. All right, you have a question for Trey. Yes. So, uh, first, I, I agree with you, Trey. I think KJ is just all up in his head. Uh, granted, he don't have a whole lot of time to throw it. And he, I feel like he's just a lot slower this year. Do you see KJ turning around at all, or do you think it's just a bigger issue with the offensive line? And then the second question to the offensive line, do you think Pittman finally lets go Kennedy at the end of the year? And I'll let you guys talk. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say I think he lets go of Kennedy. I, I'm, I'm going to say he will have staff changes. He'll, you know, he may not, like, openly fire a coach, but, hey, it's not you need to go find another job kind of deal. That's what you see happen all the time behind the scenes. And he has made staff changes every single year. Had quite, a, you know, a number of staff changes last year, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, because they needed to address things. And, um, yeah, I'm not saying he'll fire Kennedy, but... He will make changes. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, that's just the way it is, the way this business is. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're friends with somebody or not. So, yeah, and as far as KJ, again, I think it, I think some things have gotten in his head a little bit. But I also think that uh, the bigger problem is in front of him and, and not necessarily him. All right, Trey, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Tanner says... Uh, Trey, I feel like both KJ and Rocket have lost a step because of added weight. What's your opinion? KJ's always been about this size for the last couple of years. I don't think that's an issue. Um, I think a little bit's been made out of Rocket Sanders' weight. I mean, he was 227 last year. He, I know he's listed at 242, uh, but he's more like 235 or so. He's still a little big. Uh, we talked about that the other day. It's just like, you know, just because you can't, trim any fat off of him doesn't mean you just keep adding muscle and adding muscle until he, you can't st- you know I mean at some point you say like you know this is as big as your running back needs to get he doesn't need to be like huge but uh, I th- you know people people talk about you know th- that's the reason he's lost a step and all this stuff I think probably the more likely reason that maybe he's looks a step slower is because he's coming off of a knee injury that caused him to miss three games that seems like it's more logical to me. All right, let's uh, talk with Will. Will, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. I do. Hey, Trey, what's going on? What's up, Randy? Hey, hey Will. Good Hello. afternoon, Will. So uh, I do think that uh, he should have uh, that Sanders didn't need to add any extra weight. That's for sure. That's my opinion. And I certainly think that uh, KJ Jefferson misses. Uh, this is Kendall Brawl for sure. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's obvious that he's not a drug. You know, it's the same offensive line that we had last year. So definitely could use an RPO for him. I think he's really kind of scared, maybe a, bit, a little bit overweight. But um, anyway, yeah, it's a tough season. But, uh, man, I kind of – Trey, I'm going to have to uh, – well, I'm going to agree with you, Randy, on Eminem, AJ. Boom! And then – I. <laughs> Yeah, and definitely, uh, I will. I do kind of think Trey's accurate on his assessment of, with uh, Alabama's thirty-eight. I'm gonna say we only get two field goals in a touchdown, though, and the net rushing Randy will be eighty-four yards. Okay, well, I don't want to do my my math. End up with the wrong score that you're predicting. So please give me your predicted score. Thirty-eight to thirteen. Thirty-eight, thirteen. Okay. That's what I would have written down, but I, but I, okay. I'm afraid if I made a mistake. Hey, you guys have oh, gosh, you money. All right, thank you, Will. Uh, you guys have a great day. Thank you, buddy. You too. All right, let's talk with uh, Todd. Todd, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. Thank you, sir. Uh, Trey, I, I know you guys will probably remember this play, but when uh, the kid from Rise and Chavis blitz, the quarterback, he was yep. like a blur. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's got to be the best kid on the team, and I was wondering yes. if we could use him on offense or if, he, <laughs> if he's a defensive back for a reason. You know, he can't catch yeah. or whatever. 
Uh, well, he's just, just getting wondering. going on defense, so I don't know if a position change right now is senior year is the right oh, move. The guy's three. moved from corner to safety, from corner to safety, corner to safety in his career. But he is the fastest guy on the team. Uh, I've seen the speed numbers. Um, that hasn't like been released out to the public. But he, as far as the catapult measuring goes, which is the satellite that measures your miles per hour back on Earth, uh, he's the fastest guy on the team, reaches the top speed. Man. And, you know, they were bringing two blitzers. I believe they brought Jordan Crook also, and Crook was a little bit a step ahead of him. And then, so, you know, he was the guy that they picked up because he's the first guy coming, and then that allowed Chavis yes. to just get right through there and, and completely blow up. I think it was a fourth and four that they went for. Yeah, he, he completely was, he blew was that just, up. He was, he was so fast, I couldn't believe it. But uh, mm-hmm. I do have one comment, and this may be a little controversial, abstract. Uh, what? I think he's paid his penance, but why not bring Petrino back as offensive coordinator while you can still <laughs> eat him? Uh, make make uh, uh, Sam, you know, focus not not position coach, but focus on the offensive line, and then let Petrino have the back, I mean, just to focus, and the receivers and the quarterback. And I'd well, just like to have your thoughts on that, and I will text him my uh, prediction, Randy. Very have good. You looked at the Thank you, Todd. SEC statistics, Texas A&M's not even in the upper half offensively. You know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm okay, going to ask Sam Pittman what he thinks about good. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. It's A&M's <laughs> defense that's carrying them. Their offense is pretty yeah. so-so right now. Yeah, Um you know, is Bobby this April Fool's Day? Did you say something? Petrino is a brilliant guy. I'm not discounting that. Petrino wrecked his motorcycle on April Fool's, Randy. I know he so. did. So, I mean, you're, you're going to ask Sam about Bobby <laughs> Petrino? <laughs> no. I'm April Fool's! Bobby, I thought that was obvious. That was <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. The Bud Light Little Blue Book is back on Drive Time Sports. Each Thursday at 4, Brandon will open the Bud Light Little Blue Book, giving you a chance to call in and give your predictions like a pro. You can also submit your predictions on live fan feedback and the Buzz text line. Just give Randy the correct final score for the upcoming Razorback football game and the tiebreaker, and you win money, courtesy of Bud Light. It's the Bud Light Little Blue Book only on Thursday nights on 103.7 The Buzz. For a full list of rules, visit 1037thebuzz.com. I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Alice Cooper, too close for comfort. Saturday, October 14th, the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. The Shock Rocker returns. Welcome to my nightmare. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Alice Cooper, live. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard. Deadlift an elephant. Even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Blast into a new year with The Rocket Man Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocket Man Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocket Rocketman show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
It's almost time for the Arkansas State Fair, kicking off October 13th. Get ready for all the things you love, the rides, the music, and most of all, the great fair food. For complete details, go to ArkansasStateFair.com. The Arkansas State Fair. See you all there. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by our NFL agent and guru. First, I got to talk to you about yes, it's that time to talk about it. After all who are demanding information about the Riverfront Steakhouse and what's going to be the special. Well, this special is a grand slam. It is a dinner for two for $60. $60. With that, you're going to get not one, but two. A salad bar. Riverfront salad bar for two. Then you get to pick two entrees. That is either that 10-ounce. You're only getting one. You're getting the 10-ounce filet plus four of Frank Fletcher's famous fried shrimp. Then you get to pick two sides, the hibachi fried rice with chicken, the baked potato, onion rings, mashed potatoes, fresh spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, sautéed, wild, mushrooms, that's wild, fresh mushrooms. And i got to tell you, if you can beat this deal, let me know where it is, because I want to go. It is dinner for two for $60. Ask for my man, William R. Shapur. Either or, but ask from a man, Shapur. 371-9000. 371-9000. Get your reservation now. Now, tonight's going to be a busy night because Ringo Starr is in concert. So, you better make your reservation right now. And if you can't, do it for tomorrow night. 371-9000. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Dinner for two for $60. And this gentleman here has used the Riverfront Steakhouse to close many a deal. And that is Chris Turnage. Chris, what's up? Best closer in the game right there, Riverfront Steakhouse. And, Boom! Uh, we're always talking about it when I get hungry right now. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I have to run over there. Boom! All right. Got to ask you, um, the linebacker for the Denver Broncos, they're either going to release him or trade him. Why would anybody give up anything to trade him, uh, to trade for him, if you can get him after they released him? What I mean, why do they go through that process? Yeah, so really, this, this happens quite a bit, and the team kind of leaks it out, hey, we're about to release this guy, and then someone will trade. The only reason someone will trade at that point is because they don't want him to be a free agent, and either number one, the bidding gets crazy and they have to pay more than what, what he's already on contract for when, if they trade for him. Or number two, they, they might not pick that team at all. So they say, hey, if he becomes a free agent, maybe he goes and chooses another team. Let's go ahead and trade. And they call it, in my business, they call it the ham sandwich trade. We'll throw in a ham sandwich to trade for him, basically. <laughs> um, and so usually it's like a seventh-round pick or exchange of seventh-round picks, you know, where somebody's moving up 10 or 15 spots to the seventh round. So usually in that situation, you're not going to get much. Certainly, I mean, if you're talking a third round pick, they're like, "Hey, we'll just pick, we'll just take our chances when he gets released." Right. But uh, that that's wise. Hey, maybe we can let's make sure nobody else gets him if we really want this guy, and then you know we don't have to pay him as much. Maybe. So yeah, we'll give up a seventh round pick for this guy. Hmm. Well, 
Did they get the ham sandwich as well? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw in the ham sandwich. Exactly right. <laughs> wow, great. So Denver's playing Kansas City tonight. Do you think Kelsey's playing because Taylor Swift's there, or Taylor Swift's there because Kelsey's playing? <laughs> Chicken or the egg? Um, I guess uh, you know it's interesting because you got the NFL that releases their obviously injury report, but apparently the Taylor Swift is more reliable and, and you know sooner than the fact of, of the injury report because. Taylor Swift wouldn't be there if he wasn't playing, is everybody's theory. So once they said Taylor Swift's coming to the game, everybody's like, okay, I guess Travis Kelsey's playing then for sure. Yeah, probably so. Okay, so are the Cowboys out of the Super Bowl again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were out. Then they were back in. Yeah, now they're back out. Um, okay. I'll tell you, that was, a, that was a thorough domination by the 49ers. Um, that The 49ers absolutely look, uh, look for real. I thought they hadn't prior to that, but that, that was just a complete – um, an utter destruction by the 49ers. And so, um, look, I, I do think there's question marks. I mean, Dak is throwing interceptions again. That's always been kind of the Achilles heel. And so uh, Jerry Jones has spoken publicly about that, kind of calling him out. And so um, he's got to correct that, um, you know, in, in order for Dallas to be able to, to go pretty far. I'm sure you've shared this with us before, but and I'm not asking this facetiously. But what what is Dak Prescott's contract situation right now? How many years left? Uh, if I remember right, he's got one year left after this one. Okay, and so this would be the year if they want to renegotiate that they do. Otherwise, he's kind of in limbo even for one year. Is that right? Correct. Is that how that works? Correct. Yeah, Correct. Okay. And I believe they could, if I remember right, again they could get out after this year without a ton of dead money um, if they chose to, um, the way they structured it. So it, this this could be telling at the end of this year to see to see what happens. And only one other thought for me this week. Randy's got all the good questions, I'm sure. But um, And I'm asking this really seriously. Is Could Brock Purdy, we're a long way away from this, could he be the next Tom Brady, figuring where his draft status was and where he is right now? You know, obviously that's a huge comparison, but to your point, Rick, I mean, you got a guy that was Mr. Irrelevant and drafted as the last pick in the draft, which always makes the story better. Again, if you're first overall, everybody expects you to be good, and it's not quite as big of a story if you are good. Um, and so he's undefeated on the field, which is pretty remarkable, yeah. guys, when you think about. I mean, there's been times, San Francisco has a great roster, but there's been times a lot of that great roster has been injured. And yet Brock Purdy has still led them to an undefeated uh, record. You know when he's playing, it, it really is incredible, and absolutely, I think he could be the next, you know, next great superstar. Um, give him another year or two if he keeps doing that, then absolutely, I, I think not. Not that you're going to be talking about him necessarily compared to Tom Brady, but could be that next superstar quarterback. Um, you know for sure. Well, and you're right; he's got a lot of weapons around him, which reminds me of looking at Christian McCaffrey, who's been traded. And I don't know how old he is. Is he 27 or 28? Isn't that about something in that range? Probably twenty-eight, yeah, twenty-nine. Run, running backs are beginning to get past their prime, but he sure looks like he's in his prime, doesn't he? He absolutely doesn't look like he's on the downhill slide for sure. I mean, he is just an incredible guy. And I'll tell you, I mean, the other big thing is, is he's he's always been known every single year in his career to almost have injuries, and he's been relatively healthy, you know, with his time in San Francisco. I know he missed a little time last year, but um, for the most part, he's been relatively healthy. And man, when he is healthy. He, you can see what he can do. He is an absolute, you know, absolute weapon, and uh, people are talking about him in the MVP conversation. It's obviously still way early in the NFL season, but to have that discussion where it's almost a quarterback award now is, does speak volumes. I got to ask you on this one, Chris. I don't know if you were watching the Manning cast on Monday night, but uh, I watch it every Monday night, at least when they have the Manning cast. But you may have missed the part if you didn't. Uh, didn't get a chance to see it. They acted like they loved Dre Greenlaw. He got a lot of airtime. I can't remember which one of them said it, whether it was Peyton or Eli, but something, this kid is a dog. He loves to hit people. And just about that time, he came pouring through and made a tackle uh, for loss. I mean, it wasn't a bone-crushing hit, but uh, just about on cue uh, the next play, he makes an, another nice play. So they really, the Mannings really do like Dre Greenlaw. I tell you, I wasn't watching the Manning cast. I was watching the regular broadcast. They were kind of saying the same thing there, Randy, about okay. um, 
you know, Dre is a, is a hitter. He loves contact. Uh, he's the enforcer. And, I mean, just kind of kept talking about that. Now, I will say, unfortunately, that causes um, a lot of times I'll get letters in my or emails in my inbox on uh, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, uh, where he's been fined for a late hit or an excessive <laughs> hit or something. Uh, we've had we've had several of those uh, with, with Dre. And, uh, in fact, he had a, an equipment violation the other day and got fined uh, $7,000 because his um, – shirt underneath his jersey was hanging out too far oh um, my god so uh we, we've appealed it and i'm working through that but um if you remember two weeks ago when dre hit the guy kind of late when the guy was kind of holding him up or whatever you know and he got a flag um so there was a fine for that so yeah he's he's playing very aggressive he's doing great but like i said unfortunately sometimes it's uh, uh i get i get to know the uh, arbitrator uh too too much when, when we're having to appeal them <laughs> That's a good reason. Shirt tail too far out. Good gracious. Don. Don, good afternoon. Welcome good to Drive Time Sports. Shirt tail too far out. Good gracious. Don. Hey, Don, can you Don, turn your radio down? Drive Time Sports. I guess. Uh, 24 to 21 Arkansas. 110 miles. 110 yards rushing. All right, would you give me your score again, please? Say what? Would you give me your score again, please? 24 to 27, Arkansas. 27, 24, Arkansas. Okay. 110 yards. Got you. Got you. Thank you, Don. Okay, then. Don, that sounds like a good guess. I'll take that right now. Um, be thrilled. <laughs> sure you would. Well, Chris, Absolutely. it's your turn then. Your turn. I figured that was coming, Randy. I I, uh, I figured that the question there was coming, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 34-24, Bama. Um, I uh, I absolutely hope I'm wrong. I hope somebody calls in next week and tells me to eat crow. I, I would be I'd be thrilled um, for that. But I I, um, I I just think we you know we've got a few issues right now that everybody's obviously talking about. But we'll say obviously finally went. Went in the shotgun and, and converted a short a uh, a short play in the shotgun, and so maybe we'll see. I mean, in the in under center, so maybe we'll yeah. see see that going forward. Net yards rushing for Arkansas. That's the target. Arkansas. Record. Um, let's go one twelve. One one two. Okay. All right. Let's talk with uh, Roger. Roger. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Um, wonderful to hear your voice. Well, thank you. I've been trying to get in on this show forever, hmm. and it's uh, almost impossible to get in. We're glad you did. Okay, I want to get in a little blue book. All right, let's do it, Rog. All right. I'm going to go 34-27 Alabama. Which I hate to do, and the tiebreaker, I'm going to say 117 yards. One one seven, it is. Well, Roger, thank you for getting through. And I've also got a comment. Sure, for you. go ahead. Okay, I believe if the people of Arkansas hadn't run off Bryles we wouldn't be in this situation. And Dan Enos needs to go. I don't think the people of Arkansas ran Thank you, Rog. He took a job at TCU. Randy, I can only do one segment tonight. I've got a, I've got a call i got to make, so I'll catch up with you guys next week. Later. Okay. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Maybe Dallas will be back in the Super Bowl by then. <laughs> um, that'll be a great, yeah, hopefully a great conversation next week. They're back in. Thank you, Chris. Chris Thurnage, our NFL agent and guru. Drive Time Sports continues. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Heber Springs with the Panthers hosting the Lone Oak Jackrabbits. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 1037 The Buzz.
The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Orthopedics. Get ready to elevate your hunting game with unbeatable deals on ladder stands at Maxbury Wings in Stuttgart. Looking for the ultimate vantage point? How about the Muddy Skybox 20-foot double rail ladder stand? Sturdy and spacious, and right now, it's on sale for only $189.99. But that's not all. For those who want quality and affordability, Max has the Big Game Warrior 17-foot ladder stand now for just $125. So visit Maxbury Wings today or shop online at maxbw.com. Maxbury Wings, the the hunt begins here. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. If you think you're having a bad day, consider the curious case of Silsby, Texas woman Peggy Jones. On July the 25th, she was finishing a day of yard work when a four-foot snake fell from the clear blue sky, wrapping itself tightly around her arm. She screamed, Jesus, help me! Please, Jesus, help me! The snake hissed at her and lunged at her face, striking her glasses. Then a hawk swooped down and attacked, scratching and jabbing at her arm until it uncoiled the snake and flew away. Good grief, so much for doing yard work. When you walk into a Double B's, you will be greeted with the warm, Welcome to Double B's, not attacked by a snake or a hawk. Double B's is a safe place. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Justin West returned to Bell & Swart in Conway this Friday, broadcasting from their new, bigger location right across the street from the old location on Oak Street in downtown Conway. The Zone live in Conway. This Friday at Bell and Sword. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. I must say, what are the advantages? I'm moving to Little Rock from Searcy. I now have a double B's just around the corner from where I live. I can walk there, which I do quite often, almost every morning for that fact. And I always start off with that Renoco cup of coffee. And with the October special, with the honey buns, two for a dollar, if I could just figure out how I could put the butter and heat them up right there inside the Double B store, I wouldn't have to leave. But instead, I take it home, heat them up, put the butter on it. Makes a great, great way to start my day. And there's some other great options, which you must check out. As Pigskin said, yeah, you got to grab it. Yeah, you got to go. No. You go inside and you enjoy yourself. You look around. You find specials where you can save money, such as the core hydration water, 30 ounce, just $2, or rip it for $1.25, or the 2-liter Sunkist for just $2.49, and I could go on and on. That's why you've got to go inside. Yeah, you need the gas. Okay, take care of that. Then go inside and take care of it inside there as well that's double b's it's where you gas it grab it and go make it double b's 
All right, let's see. Let's check in with Jerry. Jerry, good afternoon. How you doing? Hey, Jerry, doing good. Want to get in that little blue book? All right, Jerry, let's do it. What's the tiebreaker this week? Uh, how many passes? No, never. I'm just joking. Net yards, <laughs> net yards rushing for Arkansas. Okay, I'll take Alabama thirty-seven, Arkansas twelve, net yards forty-six. Forty-six. All right, thirty-seven twelve. It is, Jerry. Forty-six yards oh. rushing for Arkansas. Right. All right, buddy. Have a great day. All right, let's talk with uh, Brent. Brent, I think I'm about to have a big one. Are you about to get into the Bud Light Little Blue Book? Uh, yes, sir, I am. And I've got a suggestion for you, Randy, on how to do your butter at do- at Double B's. Tell me. Tell you. Because I do it when I go to Sonic to get my corn dogs. You know, they've got the greatest corn dogs. I carry my mustard in a, uh, in a styrofoam cup. That way... I squirt enough mustard in the bottom of it to uh, where they just don't get enough mustard out of those little packets. So oh, you can, you cannot have a corn dog without mustard. Oh, you, you got to soak it in it. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, that's you a gotta, that's a 15 yard penalty for soaking for soaking it in. No, mustard for not it. no for not using mustard and for not soaking it in. It is a 15 yard penalty. Ex- exactly right. Um, do you, what do you do little, with the cup of mustard after you're finished with it? Do you just throw the cup away? I throw it away. I okay. throw it away. All right. Well, you could, you could recycle it, take it home, and wash it out, and put some more back in the next time. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't try that. Okay. Uh, but you ready for my score? Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. Thirty-five-three, Alabama. Thirty-five. Three, Alabama. Okay, and we will have twenty-five yards rushing. Twenty-five, Brent. I think you're a little bit disillusioned right now. Yeah, I, I, I just I'm worried just about you. Out. I mean, I understand the, the the I mean thirty-five to three, but twenty-five yards rushing. Have you seen that defense? They're getting. Well, they got thirty-six last week. That's true. They're get their defense is getting good. Their defense is coming around for Alabama, <laughs> and our defense is coming around. But we we turn it over, and they got a sh- they'll have a short field to go. I mean, I'm just judging by past performance. That's and that's very fair. Hey, uh, Randy. Yes, sir. Is, could, did you ask? Uh, Next week, because I don't know if I'll get in. What day's Chris Turnitch on? Because I've got a question. Thursdays. Thursday at five thirty. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. try to get on, but uh, could could you ask it? Because I was fascinated yesterday with Frank Wright and his answer with uh, uh, David Tepper. Is, is he a meddling owner or what? And I just want Chris uh, Turnitch's uh, thoughts on that. If Frank Wright. Wanted uh, who's the quarterback from Ohio State to Texas? Stroud. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, and if David Tepper made him take Bryce Young, I don't know. I just would like you to ask that question for me, if you could remember it. I would appreciate it. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write it down where I suspect next week's Bud Light Little Blue Book uh, will be located. So, Tepper forced Panthers to take Bryce Young over to draft. Okay. All right. Thank y'all. All right, buddy. Thank you. Okay. This is this is what's called live radio. Over. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I got it. Hopefully, we'll be back on that page next week. Uh, let's see. We actually have 
This came from Mitch in Northwest Arkansas. And I would ask it, Mitch. I, I totally expected uh, Chris to be on for both segments, but that didn't work out today. Um, Mitch says from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Why does uh, uh, Why does Chris think Jerry Jones holds on to quarterbacks when everyone but him knows it won't work? You know, yeah. I, I you kind of have know. reached the wall, have you not? Yeah. With Dak Prescott? Yeah. Has he won two playoff games now? And, and I think I tried. Been there quite some time. That's why I was asking about his contract status, I, and, I, and I don't know what they're thinking. And certainly they don't consult either of us uh, when they make those decisions. You know, I always thought that if they invested more in other players – and yet we thought Dallas has this just absolutely amazing defense, and yet uh, San Francisco kind of exploited that too. And that doesn't one bad week doesn't mean your defense isn't very good, but um, you, you do wonder what they would do if they invested in other positions and had a quarterback. Well, look at Brock Purdy. Now I know you, you have to have extraordinary uh, insight. Um, to be able to, to see some and luck to get a guy yeah. like that, because who who would dream that he would be as good as no. he is? So you really have to have amazing luck. But why not try, say, with quarterbacks that are out there that aren't the, the highly rated guys that are going to go in the first round? Why not draft a couple of them in the fourth and fifth round and just see if you might find something like that? But then they also had a quarterback last year that they only they only lost one game with, and then. That came back, and they basically discarded him. Mm-hmm. So um, it just shows you that maybe they could win with a different quarterback if they if they had uh, adequate weapons around him. That's just I mean, it makes no difference to me if the, they're going to do what they choose to do. And I'm not a big Cowboy fan, except that I would like to see them get to the Super Bowl again while Jerry Jones is still with us. Yeah. Uh, this from our Southern. Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from J.K. in Fairfield Bay. If K.J. comes back next year, need plenty of Tylenol. Better game plan. Yeah, well, I'm not... uh, I'm hoping you're talking offensive game plan because I think Travis Williams has done a heck of a job with the defense. And hopefully they'll continue to fill some holes on the defense, continue to get it better, um, but certainly they got to go to the portal and get some immediate help in that offensive line. This from a 501. There's a crash. 67 southbound in McCain. Road blocked. State police on the scene, but then I get the follow-up that uh, that's been cleared. Okay. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Hour number three, straight ahead. Birch Tree Communities presents the high school football game of the week with R.J. Hogg, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Every Friday night this football season, the guys will travel the state to find the best matchups in high school football. The Birch Tree Communities High School Game of the Week is brought to you in part by Roller Funeral Homes, the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, Midtown Plumbing, ASU Three Rivers, Arkansas Medical Staffing, Alliance Electric, the Arkansas 